This is the We Are Outdoorsmen podcast, built by outdoorsmen for outdoorsmen, presented by Herod Outdoors and Max Luer. Top line just got this. Yes, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that was my There we go. So who she does it again. Welcome back to another episode of the We Are Outdoorsman podcast presented by Herod Outdoors and Max Lure. I'm your producer, Britton Ransford, and with us today, as always, is Bob Loomis of Max Lure and Richie Herod of Herod Outdoors. That would be Bob Perch Loomis. Bob the Perchman <laughs> Loomis. Oh, boy. It's getting cold, water is freezing over, and one of the funner things to do in the winter is to go find some hard stuff and go fish for perch, jumbo perch preferably, but uh, we'll take any perch. Um we are getting ready to go out and do some perch fishing. Um, I think you have some plans to go do some perch fishing, and so yeah. Bobby. And uh, so let's talk about how we're going to get after them. Oh, yeah. Well, I was fortunate enough to go along with the, the master, Mr. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mike, Mike Hall. And Bobby, I couldn't go. Bobby couldn't go. And we went to... Guarding uh, the truck? <laughs> <laughs> No, he wasn't guarding the truck. <laughs> great. He just That's got, just great. Yeah, it's great. Truck guard. I haven't been able to mix that in a couple episodes. Yeah. <laughs> but truck no, guard. he didn't get to go on the whole trip because we went to like Cascade in Idaho and fished for jumbo perch through the ice. And, oh, yeah. And I had to go to a show. Yeah. And so dad and I went over there and fished with Mike and his son and... Uh, that was quite an experience. The first time I've caught perch of that size. I've caught a lot of perch. Footballs. They're footballs. You know, normally when you catch perch, well, at least in my experience anyway, they were, they're small, a little bit bigger than crappie, and that's kind of what you got, you know, crappie fillets. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, you could catch a, a million of them, you know. And um, this over there is a little bit different. It was quite an adventure. You know, we went out five miles on the ice on snow machines and, Went to certain places in the lake uh, where Mike was looking for breaks in the floor of the lake. and those All that science stuff. All that science stuff that Mike's really good about. And you can um, check out that episode. It's really cool. I think you'd all enjoy that. It's um, like um, Lake Cascade Giants. I, think I just is put what that in the Mac Attack. Yeah, and it's uh, you can find that on the Herod Outdoors YouTube channel, but it's really cool. But anyway, yes, Mike is really good about, you know, using science to figure out how to catch more fish and you know and that's what he was looking for water temperatures where um, certain food that they the perch are eating are are congregating and that's where the perch are going to be and so we drill holes and, and fish for these perch uh, well the thing that worked really well are sonic bait fish again here we are talking Good. about sonic bait fish the year of the sonic bait fish yeah and you know they uh, match what they're eating very well and uh, a lot of times we would tip those with uh, maggots or actually eyeballs eyeballs yeah you use eyeballs because uh, mike says you know that's uh, part of what will you know give off certain chemicals in the water and then the fish will come to it but uh boy did we catch some fatties my goodness you know and, and there's a real technique to you know again here we are it's 10 degrees outside the ice is really thick the water's very cold and the fish are lethargic, so you've got to do things. We've talked about this before to trigger the bite. Sure. 
and so there's a variety of techniques and it depends on the time of the day you know it, in the morning we did one thing in the middle of the day we did something else especially if the sun came up and was on the ice so you might dead stick you might do little twitches you might raise and hold uh, whatever it was that would trigger that bite and and you could watch those fish come in on the you know on the depth finders and sure and strike your gear and holy crap I mean, those things were huge um, so they're a lot of fun to catch, um, and I'm hoping that we'll maybe find some. So them. it was different from morning to evening or, it was. or afternoon, or you know. Yeah, the the bite changed throughout the day, and depending on light. Okay, so then mm-hmm. the, the the food base is moving around because of that light, and so the fish are moving around because of sure, that sure. chasing the food base. But I mean, a lot of the places that he was targeting were breaks. Did, co- did colors change at the same colors time? Colors changed or a little bit. It... Well, not so much. And we use some of the or same just, colors. Just how you move the, the how gear. How you move the gear is okay. what, what really mattered. And and when the bite was on, you know, we we did really well. You mm-hmm. know, catching those pound and a half jumbo perch. I mean, when you see, you know, a six-inch hole and you see these perch come out and they barely fit through the yeah. hole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my That's Lord. beautiful. That yeah. is something else. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've just never seen jumbo like perch in volume. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got uh, that. Might be something we can put up on the the uh, Facebook yeah, we'll, we'll and Instagram. Yeah, the because we've got some really cool photos of the jumbo perch we caught. And, and I don't even think the photos do them justice, but they're they're big fish. They kind of don't. I mean, you just never. If you've never fished for large perch, it'll just blow you away when you see one come out. <laughs> out of the water just like oh my god look at that thing because you're expecting a you know six to eight inch perch yeah yeah all i've caught you know i've, I've always gone up to lake wenatchee or yeah up to fish lake fish lake and you know just caught a bunch of dinks pull out 40 of them and call it a day and then go to figure out how to fillet them but <laughs> uh, they uh when we when we were fishing with them up there we we're using sunk bait fish but using like little trailer glow hook on mm-hmm. it yeah so you guys use that? We tried a variety of things, but mostly they're, like I said, a white maggot or the eyeballs. That really is what worked the best. Just on a straight uh, sonic? Right on the sonic on right. the hook. And um, okay. we hooked them as a blade bait, so in the back. Okay, so you hooked it in the back. Mm-hmm. And then you would um, jig for some attraction. In a way, it was a lot like what we've done for kokanee fishing. You jig for some sure. attraction, and then when you see the fish come in, you slow that down. And, right, right. And then, like I said, it depended on what, you know, how they were biting. Sometimes if you dead-sticked it, then they would come in and sure. grab it. Sure, And then, as like I say, as the day went on, <clears throat> you know, the bite would change how they would want to attack it. Right, right. And so it was very interesting. And we, we fished for three days, and we did really well. It was a lot of fun. Well, you know, the only ice fishing I've done is, has been the uh, uh, kokanee and trout, you know, type stuff. And I've, I've not fished for the big – I fished for for uh, perch where you get those, the typical six to eight inch type right. stuff, you know. And, yeah, exactly. And things like that. But I've not fished for the, the big fish. And uh, it's just interesting, you know, learning a little bit more about each style of fishery, what triggers those fish to right. bite, you know, what, what doesn't, and, you know, what spooks them, what doesn't. Um, you know, it, it's a lot of fun. And, and you know, of course, Cascade uh, has been a, 
huge mainstay out here in the western states for the uh, a number of years right for those big fish so you know it, it's kind of exciting to see stuff like that yeah i fished up at uh, banks lake in the early spring when the ice just comes off yeah. of those bays around the marinas and, the, and all that and sure. we just plunked with um kind of a drop shot rig with a couple of hooks yeah and yeah. maggots same, oh, yeah. same kind of bait. Sure. And you catch, them, you catch yeah. them two at a time. Yeah. And they it was a lot of fun to catch. And, and I'm sure had we went out there when there was ice and it was safe enough to be on that you could have done the same thing. Oh, yeah. You could have fished for them through there. Well, I, I've, I've, done, I've done that up there. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it it's major volume. But the size just isn't there. No, it's kind of like the ones that you fish for, yeah. Britain at, at Fish Lake. They're all they're pretty small, and that's what I'm. You know, that's what I was used to for catching perch. Sure, sure. And they and they eat great. Those small ones are great, and you know there needs to be a, a decrease in the population if you want ever hope to get anything a little bit bigger. Sure. So taking those out is great. The interesting thing I thought about the really large perch is it really was a finesse bite. Yeah, and yeah. to hook those fish, you you really needed to be on your game when you'd see that tip. You know, it would just doot, doot, I mean, just bob a little bit. Sure, sure. And uh, that you really need to be on your game and set that hook. Well, I mean, fish are fish, and yeah. and you know, regardless of being a big fish or a small fish, you know, everything's going to bite the way that that they that they do. You know, I've told you guys about fishing for chinooks with you know where you're fishing suspended bait you know it barely moves the tip of your rod and, and right. you know you could catch a 35 40 pound fish right exactly. you know it just it, it it just doesn't matter but when you start getting into fish like that you know like what you were catching with those those bigger perch you know they're biting the same way something triggers them to want to bite whether it's the smell of the of the bait you've got, whether it's the the color of the lure you've got, whether you know something it triggers them into wanting to bite, and in turn, you know you've got to be in the right place to catch those bigger fish. And right. Cascade is is one of them, and it's uh, you know unlike a fish lake or uh, Perigen or any of the other lakes around here that that have a ton of perch in them. Right. You know. It, Everything is is dependent upon feed and how big they are going to get. So if you have too many fish in there for the amount of feed you've got in right. there, you're going to have a lot of small fish. Exactly. If you don't have enough feed in there, you're going to have way less fish, but you're going to have bigger fish. You know, it, it, it just depends on, on what they're feeding on. So, And obviously Cascade has a great uh, oh. food-to-fish ratio. Um you know they must have and and it's you know it's a large lake and for the last many years the the, the fish that are being pulled out of there are all quality size it's yeah, not yeah. it's not like it's really going up and down in terms sure. of size and your ability to catch it's it's hold held consistent and that's pretty cool i think oh yeah. it's a wonderful place to visit it's beautiful up there you know kind of going back to our discussion in a previous episode about why do we like to fish and man, I mean, the scenery there, it was so cold and it just had that look, you know, that little low fog on the ice and sure, sure. And the mountains all around. It was just like, wow, look at this place. But it was so cold. Oh my <laughs> God. Going out there on a snowmobile at 10 degrees with a, a low line fog. Yeah. You better have your gear. Yeah, exactly. Time to go shopping. Bobby and I are going, um, 
here this weekend, and uh, we're, oh. pretty, we're pretty stoked for it. Oh, yeah. Huh? Huh? Really? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you already got to do it. We haven't got to, yeah, we haven't well, got to go experience this God, scenery yet. I guess I'm not invited. <laughs> so, well, um, I'm anxious to see how you're going to do. Yeah. yeah. We're excited. We'll pack, pack the truck full of sonic bait fish and see how it goes. Yeah. Sonic bait fish and glow hooks. Glow hooks. I, you know, that's... Uh, and I mean, you're charging those up, obviously. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things that we're doing when i'm around is because uh in an ice tent in order to film i have uh led lights that i put up in there just to get you know some good light in the tent and we ever since we started doing this ice fishing we charging our glow hooks with the with oh, the yeah. camera lights it's great he's, he's got all sorts of leds all over yeah. in, inside there you just hold them up to the led really quick yeah, and drop it back down the <laughs> hole <laughs> and it's pretty cool, like, you know, in a, especially in a deep lake where it's really black water or if it's an overcast yeah, yeah. day, and you charge those up and you drop it down and you look down that hole and you can see it's that glowing. glow for forever, which is, you know, really yeah. good. I think that's what you really need in a place like that. But, you know, a little flashlight in your pocket or even just out the window if it's a bright day. Camera and, flash, baby. And charge those <laughs> things up, and, and I think it'll, it'll make a big difference. And especially sure. white glow. Because that kind of mimics yep. putting the um, maggots on, mm-hmm. and so you've got kind of double double the attraction. You got a scent and you got visual. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Glow hooks work great. Well, we will get a bunch of content up and let you guys know how we are doing. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at WAO Podcast to check that out. We will be back next week with another episode. But until then, we will talk to you later. <laughs>